Hello, everybody, and welcome to a little bit late episode, episode 88 of Eat, Drink, Write, an Urban Fantasy Whiteboard. Today, we're going to tell you all about Dragon Con. We were there not just last week, from Thursday until yesterday. Today yeah. is now Tuesday, which Today's we're late. Tuesday. So we're not technically late. Technically. It, it'll come out today, and it's supposed to come out on Tuesday, so we're we're still within the we're time. It just technically just time. didn't come out at midnight like it usually does right but we are both exhausted but it was it's a good exhausted and then we both had to go to work today and so we're dealing with work today those watching on youtube can see my background yeah in in honor of dragon con it's the carpet from the marriott that's no longer there actually but oh yeah i think they they took it out but yeah it's a the famous carpet from the marriott um we drank a whole lot a lot. Um, yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm still drinking. I'm I'm having my usual uh rose sparkling wine. Bless, bless you, bless your soul. And I, I haven't um, eaten dinner yet. I just got done with court. So yeah. No, I'm drinking uh that wild sweet orange tea that I've had on this show before. Nice. Is that one of the Roy bosses or it's um, not? it might be. I might have to look at that. I don't know actually. Because I had my first Roy Boss tea at Dragon Con this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, and I loved it. It was wonderful because I couldn't take my, um, well, my brain wasn't working. So I didn't have my keto sugar and I didn't want to have real sugar. And I don't like tea without sugar. And Taylor's like, you you might like tea without sugar. Try a different flavor. So yeah. I tried a Roy Boss and it was fantastic. Didn't need sugar. Yep. My, I my love first- Roy Boss tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My first experience with that. So it's, it's one of my favorite teas ever. I th- I'm pretty sure I've had it a lot on the, on the podcast. I drink Roy Boss tea a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one yeah. of my faves. It was good. This one had cranberry in it. So that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, I haven't eaten dinner yet. Yeah. I don't think you've eaten dinner yet. You just got home from work too. I did just get home from work, but Sid is cooking some um, chicken chili. So very nice. Yeah. So yeah. I'll have some dinner. Your dad's upstairs cooking. Thank God. Oh, good. Yes. I'm in no shape to do cooking right now. Yeah. Very Thank tired. God for life partners. I yeah. know. Thank God. Right. <laughs> so I have some jokes. Oh, oh, yes. All right. And I tried to find some good Dragon Con ones, but I only found one Dragon Con related one. And the other ones are kind of dragons in general. So, okay. okay. So I know a girl who cosplays Mother Teresa at every Dragon Con. It's a bad habit of hers. <laughs> oh, bless. Why are dragons so amazing at making music? Why? They really know their scales. Ah, oh, bless. I should have known that one. This one is hard to, to hear. It's more of a scene. It's a play on words. So you have, why do dragons always sleep during the day? Why? They fight nights. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. K and yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, what is a dragon's favorite European food? What? Swiss chard, C-H-A-R-R-E-D. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, so I found those amusing, So, but then I'm easily amused. <laughs> you know, I feel like a lot of people are. Sometimes you just need like a, like a roll your eyes joke in your day. I know, and, and hopefully this made your all's day. So yeah, it was there good. you go. So we did, we went to Dragon Con this weekend. So 
tell people what is it? What's Dragon Con? Right. And why do yeah. we care as writers? As writers. Yeah. What is what the heck? Yeah. It's, we're not just doing this as a random, oh, we went to a convention, you know, blah, listen blah, blah. to us talk about it. Yeah. This, I mean, you know, this is really something for there is something for writers there. So we'll get into that. Yeah. So what is Dragon Con? First of all, we've talked about it a little bit since we knew that we were going to be going. Um, and so uh, it's also, like we said, why this episode is late. Um, mm-hmm. Dragon Con is a North American multi-genre convention founded in 1987, uh, which takes place annually over Labor Day weekend. So it's always the first weekend in September. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So it's it's down here in the Southeast. It's one of the biggest cons that's over here on the East Coast. Um, and and so, yeah, we, we really enjoyed going in the past few years. Yeah. Um, it started as a project of a local science fiction and gaming group, which I think is just super cool because it's mm-hmm. just it started as such a small, simple idea. Yes. And it's, it's gone it's so massive, far beyond yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And this gaming group was called the Dragon Alliance of Gamers and Role Players. So that name Dragon came from a specific computer from one of the group members and uh, their group was uh, hosted as a local um, bulletin board system or whatever called the Dragon. And that initially served as a central hub for both organizations. You know, um, you probably never played before the internet came, became the internet. Wow. I'm really dating myself. <laughs> there were, there were bulletin board type. That was how you got on. There was no uh, web. It was like you would you would connect through these bulletin board things where you were typing. Right. Yeah. You couldn't see your you couldn't see pictures of each other. Right. And so I used to play D and D on one of these on Genie. Yeah. And so that was a thing, but that's way before your time. No. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I see. You know, I was born in '93, so not like way, way, way before, but way before my cognitive. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You and your older sister didn't have the computer right at the time you were born, whereas Jordan and Taylor. I mean, Jordan and Riley. Sorry. Yeah. 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 This is Taylor. Too too many kids, y'all. I got four of them. (laughs) Jesus. Um, but Riley, from the time she was born, I had her at my law firm because I had already opened up my private law firm by then. Whereas with all of you all, I was still in the DA's office. So with Riley, she would sit on my lap at the computer. She had the mouse in her hand. She was typing on a keyboard from the time she was like 18 months old, if, if not younger. Yeah. So yeah. So to her, the, the thought of even this bulletin board online thing is bizarre to her. She would never even understand what that that is. And a, probably a lot of our listeners wouldn't either, but it was a I thing. Know, maybe. We logged on. It's kind of like chat rooms now, but it was all you could do. There was yeah. no anything else available. And so you would, you know, see everybody's comments as they posted on the screen and we would actually play D&D and we could hear each other. I don't know if it was, it was pre, um, all the like stuff voice is, chats. Yeah, yeah. It's pre that, that we all use now to play video games, but we could, we, it wasn't discord or anything. I don't, it was pre that, but we could log on and, and play. So yeah, just to see that this, that dragon con, what it is now started as one that, of those bulletin yeah. board things blows my mind. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, so why does dragon con mean anything to you guys, our listeners of a writing podcast? What is the point of talking about it on this writing podcast? Other than the fact that it was amazing and fun. Yeah, it's very fun. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but there's fun. more. There's more. There's, but wait. <laughs> um, there are an insane number of tracks to follow through the convention that are meant to draw in fans and readers and watchers of all different kinds of media. So you've got, you know, television shows and movies and books and, and art and all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and this means that anything that you end up writing uh, could end up at a convention like Dragon Con and get spread around and have fans come and talk about it. There are panels just for, you know, fans to come and talk about a TV show or about a book. Yes. Um, yeah, there there are whole panels of just, you know, because we go to these one hour, usually they're about an hour classes, I, I call them. That's not really right. Yeah, but a yeah. group of us go in and there's a mediator or a, a, a panel of mediators and we talk right. or they talk, but sometimes we get to talk. And so like, if you're talking about Lucifer, that's one of my favorite shows, right? you know, it, there's a fan section of that where we all just go and talk what if the Lucifer went this direction and what if, you know, and it's just fun, but think Absolutely. about your book could end up there and you could actually go, there are authors that come and you'll talk, talk about that more, but yeah, any book that you all write and get published, uh, if, if, if it's, whether it's fantasy or romance, there's all horror, um, you, your work could end up at Dragon Con and they could have you all come as speakers at yeah. Dragon Con. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, like you said, you mentioned it briefly, but there are classes at these cons that do teach about writing and they're mm-hmm. taught by famous authors. And so mm-hmm. I thought it would be, well, we both thought it would be extremely worth it to talk about Dragon Con and the writing tracks that they have because before we went to Dragon Con and before we really did, um, you know, what, what is it that we go to the Atlanta writing workshop, Mm -hmm. you know, before we ever did any of these things, I didn't even know that they existed. Yes. Um, so if by having this writing podcast and someone who doesn't know about that gets to learn about it, I think that's really cool because it can Mm -hmm. improve your craft and you get to learn about everything. You get to meet authors and other people like you. So Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of like-minded people there. It's not just crazies. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of us are crazy, but but yeah. (laughs) I'm definitely crazy. So <laughs> me too, me too. Um, so these tracks that I keep talking about, uh, cause that's like a weird word for a set of classes or whatever. So there, there's sets of like panels and shows and exhibits and talks and, um, you know, lectures and like that kind of thing. And all of those are called, you know, they're part of a track. Um, and so for example, there's the writer's track and that's full of panels and talks and all of that stuff that's dealing with topics specifically related to writing and it's given by all kinds of different talkers. Yeah. Even if you have no interest whatsoever in dressing up or whatever, you know, the, the whole rest of, of Dragon Con, it is worth it to pay the money to come and just do this whole, right. They have intensive writer's track stuff They do with real authors teaching us real published authors that teach us what their tricks of the trade are. Right. Yeah. And then just, I have a few more examples of different kinds of tracks that are available to you at conventions like this. There's military sci-fi media, high fantasy, fantasy and literature, um, science fiction, literature, science, space, the urban, uh, urban fantasy track and tons more. There's so much more out there at these conventions that you can go and check. Yeah. For people watching, let's see if I can, these This is the schedule grid. I'm showing everybody the book that has all the different tracks that you can follow. And I mean, there's just, it's a whole page double columned of, of 
tracks. Right. And, the, and you know, Star Wars and, um, you know, like you said, urban fantasy and high fantasy and horror. I mean, just there is real writer stuff. It's not just all, oh, let's go play and have fun and drink. Although there's a lot of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. And you can do, uh, you can learn about writing while you're drinking. You can, yeah, you can do it all at the same time. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so just imagine the, the sheer amount of information that's available to people who are going to dragon con based on very specific interests, um, including, and not limited to writing. Mm -hmm. So some of those things are workshops. Um, and you know, there were several, there are, are tons of these workshops available for writers. And I'm going to go through a few of them and talk a little bit about like what, what each of them are for to give you an idea of like what's actually available to you at these cons. Yeah. You all will be amazed. Yeah. So there's a writer's two day intensive workshop with Jody Lynn Nye, and she's just one of the urban fantasy authors who came to dragon con this year. And so she gave this two day workshop and was able to, um, you know, talk a little bit about how she does her things and help you learn, um, a, a, a little bit of structure going into how to write your book kind of. Yes. Yeah. Some of them are talks, but these workshops that Taylor's talking about now, they're like deep dives, right? They're to and, help you specifically yes, with your writing as a writer. Yeah. They're not, they're not, we're not there as just fans, although I'm sure there are plenty of fans of Jody Nye, but right. we're there. She's there to teach us as writers, like, like her peer. We are her peer in these right. workshops, which is the coolest thing yeah. ever. Anyway. Yeah. No, super cool. There was one called uh, Build and Break a Character or Two. So, you know, they have their own witty titles to their uh, talks and everything that they give. And this workshop was, um, it aimed to help writers create realistic characters and work on their growth as people, as characters, mm-hmm. um, specifically looking at their depth and their intrigue. How can you make them likable to your audience? Um, you know, it helps you develop their humanity and make them seem more real to your reader. Yeah. And we've had topics like that before, Mm -hmm. but it's no matter how many times you go and hear a topic like that, we've, I think we've done two episodes so far on character building, maybe more. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we could certainly do more, but it is great to go and hear from other authors points of view, what they think about character arcs and character building because every author has something different to share. Yeah. It's a different perspective. There's so much out there for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, shaping stories to sell. So this workshop was focused on story structure, its uses, and how to figure out problems with your stories in order to get rid of those plot holes or anything else that's wrong with the story itself and tighten them up for sale mm-hmm. um, if you're planning to publish. Uh, winning with serial fiction. This one I thought would have been really cool to go to. I'm, uh, unfortunately, you know, upset that we didn't get to go to this one. Yeah. I would like to have seen this one too. And and the good thing about this year is because COVID they're going to allow us to come and watch some of the workshops that we missed, yeah. um, on dragon con TV, which is great. You have to pay for it, but it's worth, it's like 10 bucks, 10 bucks this, or something. this year. I don't know this what year. it's going to be yeah. in the future. Right. Um, but yeah, that, that one was one I really wanted to listen to. Yeah, specifically because it focused on how to write series, which it, that's all that I write is yeah, series. Yeah, that's what um, we do. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you plot a multi-book story and how mm-hmm. do you do it well was that whole the whole point of that workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have like a few more, you know, 21 days to a novel. How to write a novel in 21 days. That, I, mm, 
Sounds cool. You don't work a real job. Well, there's that. I mean, or maybe you do. Yeah, you could. Maybe, you could. Maybe there were tricks, and that we didn't get to go. That we didn't get either. to go. <laughs> we we did a we did a lot of drinking. We did a lot of drinking, and a lot of buying things. A lot of buy. That's a whole another story. We'll get uh-huh. to in a minute. Uh huh. Um, perfecting your pitch and query letters. So again, if you struggle on pitching and query letters rather than the writing itself, then that was another good workshop to go to. And you know what? I think that even if you're an established author, you still have to pitch. You've still yeah. got to convince your agent that this latest book you've written is it's the good. way to yeah. go. And so even if I had published 10 books, I would be interested in going to one of these workshops about perfecting your pitch and query letter. Honestly, I'd probably enjoy going anyway, just because I just like talking about writing. Obviously, we started a podcast about it, so we enjoy talking about it. We get to Um, geek out with other writers. Yeah, and I think that's part of the, a lot of the fun of getting to to go to these cons and these Mm -hmm. workshops. Mm -hmm. Um, A few more of these workshops that were available at the con, just because there's so many, Mm -hmm. um, was plotting, finding the story, advanced characterization, you know, 50 editing mistakes that writers make. Mm-hmm. Um, making the best of the next draft. So you finished your first draft and you want a better next one. You know, how can I do that? And there's a workshop for that at cons like this. Yeah, I need that one. Yeah, no, absolutely. Same. Um, and then there's a lot more. There's so many more that I'm just not going to cover here because it would just be a bulleted list of things. Um, and that's why we wanted to talk about it because I don't know how many people listening to this podcast understand, you know, I think you hear the term dragon con and you think, Oh, cosplay. Right. Cosplays or, Which, you know, talk about TV shows or. Yeah. And that yeah. is a part of it. Right. But, but there really truly is this whole writing world in dragon con yeah. that is so worth it. That's why we wanted to do a whole episode just talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's way more helpful than I ever anticipated a, con- a convention like this to be. Yeah. I, I had um, no idea. It blew my mind. I didn't even know. I mean, cause I was ready to come to play. That was why the very first time we came to dragon con was to cosplay and play and drink and, you know, see all the, the stars that are here. I mean, there are cool stars here too. Yeah. And I mean, w- it blew our mind that this whole, underworld I don't want to call us an underworld but this whole world of writing was I'm here not opposed. Too. I don't know I think that's yeah cool. <laughs> I mean very cool it's like but yeah this secret society we never even knew about right yeah and so we have gotten to do some of these workshops in the past and they were super cool oh, yeah. um and we didn't get to do that many this time uh because we spent a lot of time at the vendor hall which I mentioned before um, <laughs> Drinking. but I'll talk about that in a second yeah <laughs> um so you know, we talk about writing in general a lot on this podcast. I figured I would go over some of the urban fantasy specific information that was at Dragon Con, mm-hmm. but all of the tracks that were involved with writing, like the horror track, the, you know, high fantasy writing track, all of that kind of stuff includes similar information that I'm about mm-hmm. to give you now. Yes. Um, so at Dragon Con, there's this whole track for urban fantasy specifically. Um, and so that's what you and I write. And so I figured that's what I would talk yeah. about on the podcast. Right. Um, but again, all of the writer tracks like have similar sessions to these. Yes. Um, so the first one that I noticed was elements of urban fantasy. So what does this genre entail for those who are actually curious about it? So let's say you haven't even started writing it yet, or it's something that you're mm-hmm. interested in potentially writing. Well, and you could also go, go listen to our first episode one and two, where we talk about what is urban fantasy. Yeah. Dragon Con isn't for another year. So if you're curious, go, go listen to us. talk. Come listen to, <laughs> to us talk about it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 
Um, urban fantasy world building in gaming specifically, you know, urban fantasy and writing in general is not limited to writing a novel. So, mm-hmm. you know, there were sessions in there specifically about getting into the gaming industry with urban fantasy and world building for urban fantasy in a different kind of media. I mean, there was manga yeah, stuff, urban fantasy and manga. That's a huge thing. I think mm-hmm. even Patricia Briggs has manga books mm-hmm. out of her novels. I think her Mercy Thompson novel was done or is in the process of being done in manga form. Yeah. But yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And then there were um, sessions on when magic and machines collide. So, you know, speaking of how we can write a world in which technology is running rampant as you and I do this podcast over mm-hmm. Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, but so does magic. So what does magic do to, you know, that type of world? Which of course I always think of the Alana Andrews yeah. Um, books when I mean that's definitely technology and magic colliding absolutely but yeah they yeah. had a no whole, I think about it every single time I do too and you know I didn't look to see who taught that one or or um anything but it could have been it, it the, wasn't them it wasn't because yeah. no. they've they've been to one of these conventions before I think it was Dragon Con I'm pretty sure it was I imagine that a lot of people dropped out this year just because of COVID yeah. Um, which is, I mean, you know, be smart about it and everything. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Um, there are also author panels. So like we were just talking about, sometimes they do their own panels and, you know, you get to go and see your favorite authors of, you know, books that you've gotten to read, have them sign it, um, get to speak with them about how they created their stories, ask them questions about their writing methods, ask them and they how really, did they get where they are. They talk to you. They do. They yeah. really, really talk to you. It's like, they really are so interested in connecting with their fans. Absolutely. I went and talked to Patricia Briggs one yes. of the days that we were here and I got her to sign my poster and I was like, Hey, you know, just, I like to give you credit because I started writing urban fantasy because of you. Because your, of her. Yeah. Her books are really cool. And she said, you know what? I'm a reader first. So I hope you get published soon. And I said, thank, thank you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we hope so. I'm too. a little starstruck, but yeah, I know. Right. That, that is, that's the perfect word because you do get starstruck and yet these people treat you like human beings. It's, it's the most neat setting where you're meeting, you know, Jim Butcher and mm-hmm. uh, Sherilyn um, Kenyon, yeah. Kenyon. And I mean, they're there, they're real people and they talk to you like real people. So starstruck is a great term for how I feel when I'm at Dragon Con. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there was another uh, um, urban fantasy track thing called character deaths in urban fantasy, how to kill your characters well yeah. using magic and set in the modern world. Yeah. I think one of the, I don't know if it was in urban fantasy, but there was another um, uh, class that I saw that was 121 ways to kill your character or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, but that's good. And, it, and I think workshops and panels like those and talks like those, are really, really good for sparking, you know, inspiration yes. on how can I make this character death what I want it to be? Yeah, I, or, I come out of Dragon Con every year excited about writing again. So if you are ever at that point where you're like, I'm just, you know, this is too hard. I can't do it. It's not worth it. Go to Dragon Con and absolutely. do these writer tracks. And I guarantee you're going to walk out of there going, I can, I can do this. I can beat the world. I'm going to be published. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah. And I think part of that is that everyone there and everyone who's teaching these courses, you know, these published authors, um, they're so encouraging. They're, 
they're so mm-hmm. encouraging for the people who show up and want to learn um, and want to hear how they do things. And, and it's not even necessary necessarily that you can't write or if you don't have your own style, but you get to learn from your peers and see how they do things. And maybe it'll work for you too. You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it is really the coolest thing. It's awesome. I love yeah. it. Um, ghosts and spirits in urban fantasy, fairy tales, folklore, mythology, physics in urban fantasy, which I think would have been a cool one. I do kind of wish get that we got one. to go to that one. It, it was at the same time, I think, as the Georgia football game. <laughs> oh. oh, well, and instead and of doing that, I went were at and saw the, the Philharmonic. Yeah. yeah. So you went to a concert. I was watching Georgia football. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get to watch that one, but I, hopefully it's one of those that we can watch for that extra 10 bucks we paid. So we'll see. That would be awesome. Uh, depictions of the Fae in urban fantasy, because that's a big topic right now in urban mm-hmm. fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, angels in urban fantasy, and then humor in urban fantasy, which I know that you were very interested in. I was, because that's my thing. Humor, I think, is going to be my trademark, maybe. I can't, yeah. I can't help. But humor comes out, even though, you know, I'm going into this. This is a dark one. This is a really dark one. I'm writing a dark <laughs> one. And then this humor comes out of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, yeah. My characters just, they're very funny. I can't. So I would have liked to have seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, all of this, all of this is to say, basically, is that, you know, Dragon Con is a great place for information and resources for writers like us. You know, these panels are awesome for sparking ideas and inspiration. Like I was talking about earlier, you said that you walk out feeling like you can take on the world of writing. Yes. Same. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, They're also really, really good for meeting other writers and readers and just consumers like yourself, people who are interested in what you love. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on top of that, you get to go to the panels of your favorite books and movies. You know, the Supernatural cast was there. I got to meet Patricia Briggs again. You know, know. know, that kind of stuff. There is so many. And there's photo. the hour sessions of photos where I mean you do you got to stand in line which is never a fun thing but you get a picture of Star Wars character you know with actual Star Wars actors or you know whoever it is the supernatural cast whatever that is the coolest thing and it is worth it yeah no it definitely is so when we first started I think the very first year we did the workshops Yes, yes. Because we actually paid the extra fee. There are some extra fees for some of the workshops yeah. that go above the ones that actually teach you right. detailed stuff. So we did the workshops. And then the year after that, it, which was still pre-COVID, right. we did more of the author tracks because we didn't even know the first year, we didn't know anything. Yeah. And we discovered these workshops and we're like, holy cow, that's what we do. We, we're writers. And so that's what we did. And after that, we're like, holy cow, there's authors here. Let's go find them. And yeah. So, we didn't even realize that Patricia Briggs went to Dragon Con every year. We didn't have any idea. She's there every year. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to meet her. We got to meet Jim Butcher. He had blue hair that year. I didn't get he to did. see him this year. I don't know if he still had the blue hair. I do believe he was there, but I didn't get to see him. Either. I didn't get to see him either. He was there because there was a topic, an hour with Jim Butcher, but ah, we didn't cool. get to do that either. But the Alona Andrews team, the husband and wife, you and I went and actually talked to them because they're a team yes. writer yeah. and we got to specifically, we got to go up and talk to them and talk to them about how do you write as a team? What do you do? I mean, how, how cool is that? And they answered our questions. They did. Yeah. And they're like, this is how we do it. But the two of you have to figure out how you're going to do it. Right. Um, we got autographs in yeah. our books. I mean, yep. 
we got Patricia Briggs to sign and she drew the little coyote and yep, I yep. am so excited. Um, it, it's just so cool. We got to meet new authors that we had never known before. Melissa yeah, Olson, you remember her? I, yeah, of course I remember of her. Course She's great. <laughs> she is so quirky and so fun. And we actually sat with her. She sat with us on the floor of whatever yep. hotel we were in, probably the West End, because I think that's where a lot it was of the, the West End. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just all sitting around cross, you know, crisscross applesauce on the on the floor in a circle, just chatting away. And she was the coolest person. Yeah. No, she's a very cool person. That was amazing. So it's definitely don't think of Dragon Con as just being for those weird cosplay people, although I, I did dress up. I was wow, you might have just offended a few people who listen uh, to us. We no, don't have cosplayers. <laughs> no, because we all know I'm a cosplayer and we all know we're weird. We're proud of it. Thank you. I will um, also be cosplaying next year. So but yes, you will. I'm so excited. Um, but there really is a lot for authors out there. There is a whole writing thing. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, so this vendor hall that we keep talking about, um, yes, yes. I'm not going to spend too much time on this just because it was mostly a fun thing for us to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and most cons have them honestly. So if you've been to any kind of con, not even necessarily a big one like this, there's usually a vendor hall. Right. Um, but the vendor hall was actually a great space for people watching and watching them interact you know, with each other and with vendors and, you know, interacting with other fans and all of that. So I mean, first of all, very good place for that. I watched a husband get really angry with his wife because um, my feet were hurting. So I would mm-hmm. go and sit and just people watch. And so was it your husband? <laughs> <laughs> no, although I'm surprised at that because I bought a whole lot of stuff. No, yeah. but it was very interesting. I watched this man lose his temper. Oh, and okay. just you get to see all kinds, you know, and that's probably going to end up in a book of mine sometime yeah. because I got to, to really see this person. He was hot. He was tired. She had said the wrong thing for whatever it, it ticked him off. Yeah. And so, you know, I got to see this blow up. And of course, I'm looking at her going, okay, is she safe? Is she, do I need to intervene? Um, you know, does she have bruises on her? Because I mean, that really did. All of that went through my mind. But for writing purposes, that kind of thing that you get to see at, when you got that many people put together mm-hmm. is something. And she she took it in stride. So I'm guessing he has temper tantrums all the time. And she looked safe. So I didn't intervene, Um, Right, but fascinating to people watch in that scenario. It's a lot of fun to people watch. Mm -hmm. It's it's tons of fun to watch people, watch people in such large crowds like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it gave me even just being in the vendor hall, gave me several ideas for settings and like what a crowd is like when it all stuffed into a building together and you have to get on escalators and you have to, you know, navigate around corners and you have to navigate their costumes and, you know, yeah, like that because kind of you don't think about those things when you're writing necessarily, you you've got this scene in your mind and you're like trying to get through it to get to the point, but all of that is super important. Right. Did yeah. they have to go up a floor? It's, well, how did they do that? Did they go through an elevator? Did they go up an escalator? What, you know, you've got to think of those details. And when you're right. in a crowd like this, it is a really great observational experience. To, exercise. Yeah. An exercise to put towards your writing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. So the vendor hall also provides a space to observe people in their crafts, like not even just people that are there to enjoy the vendor hall, but the the workers who are there, you know, glass blowers, metal workers, leather workers, all of that kind of stuff. And all of them are so extremely friendly. Um, they love to talk to you about how they do this thing. You know, how did you make this? Like what, what was the most exciting thing about it to you? And we talked to, um, tons of the vendors. Yes. Um, and a lot of them were just like, oh my God, I did this thing because it makes it look like dragon scales and it's super cool and it's shiny. And I love that I got this. Mm-hmm. And they just, they're just so excited. Um, it gives me chills. Yeah. It, it's so super cool to see creative people do their thing. And we as writers are creatives as well. Right. Um, it, it's just amazing. And like you said, they're to see these creative people that normally you think of out of our league, you know, mm-hmm. right. They're like our peers and they talk to us like our peers. Like I wore, um, I had made special masks for yeah. going to dragon con because we had to wear masks. It was mandated, but I wanted to be an elf. And so the thought of taking on and off a mask with the elf ears, I thought that's is not going to work. So yeah. I actually made masks with elf ears on them, which I mm-hmm. will put up for sale and, and dragon craft creations at some point, but the creatives that we saw in booths looked at me like I was an equal. They're like, Oh, you need to sell those. Those are absolutely fantastic. I want one. And I was like, really? I guarantee you would have sold out of like a hundred of them. If you went, I, you know? I think I probably would have, but to, to be in a place with other creatives sparks our own creativity. Yeah. And so even if it's an artist that still might, Oh, and you should have seen the art there. I guess I should tell you about the, um, the art hall. Oh that, yeah. That was amazing. Which Taylor, you can see behind her of those of us, those of you watching, she's got the Mercy Thompson posters and she went and got silence fallen this time. Was I did it? get silence fallen this time. Yeah. And she got not just the author, uh, Dos Santos. What's his first name? Dan, Dan Dos Santos. Dan Dos Santos, but Patricia Briggs to sign it. And how cool is that? And they talked to her like she's a real human. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's just amazing. Very cool people. And it's not even just that about the art gallery, but like walking around and looking at all the art there um, is very inspiring for, oh, I could put this in my, in my book. Like this kind of thing is so cool. Like that night sky with the city. Like I got to write a scene that has a night sky, you know, like whatever. Yes. The art there was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I I can't even, the, the dragons, the, the sci-fi. I mean, and, and like Taylor said, it did, it would, it would spark immediate scenes going in your head of, Oh, I could, I could write that. I could, you know, so awesome. Very awesome. Yeah. Very cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, overall dragon cons, like a super, super fun event to, you know, get to learn uh, from others within your interests, within your um, style of doing things with things that you feel like you're lacking in. There's probably a workshop for it. Um, so there's a lot of helpful, helpful information for writers and readers. And there are tons of conventions like this across the country. So there's Comic-Con in yes. San Diego, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, 
you, so look into them. They're super cool, super helpful. Maybe there's one near you that you could go to, but dragon con is obviously one that I've specifically been to. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah. We gave blood and there was some lady I was in line with. I can't remember now where she came from, but it wasn't the United States. She came from another country. Yeah. To, to come, come to, to dragon con. Yeah. And, um, that's crazy. And there is donate blood because you can come and dragon con donate blood, but we'll be there every year. Yep. So if you all want, we toyed with the idea and at some point this may happen of trying to podcast from there. It's just, we're drunk and we're, there's so many things to go and do and see. It's very hard to do, yeah. but we'll see what next year brings and we'll see what the tracks are next year and what the schedule is next year and probably won't do it, but maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to, we'll have to see how that goes, but we would love to connect with all of you guys and just geek out, go sit at a bar and have a drink, or even if it's just tea or whatever you all want to do or or more, if you want to, like we went to the Westin was really fun. Okay. So I guess we didn't say, what are there? Five major. There are five main hotels. Yes. So, and it's the Westin, the Hyatt, the Marriott, the Hilton, and the Hyatt Marriott Hill Sheraton and and the Sheraton. Yes. And there's plenty of hotels nearby there too, because those sell out really quick. I mean, Mm -hmm. really you need to start looking right now for next year. Yeah. So if you listen to this podcast and think that's really cool, I want to do that. Start looking fairly quickly about it a little Mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And we would love to meet you and, you know, we cosplay. So if you all want to cosplay, that would be great. So yeah, hook up with us. It would be fun. Absolutely. Hookup has a different meaning. I know. I was just, I, I, as soon uh, as I said it, I was <laughs> like, that is not what I meant to say because that's not what it is nowadays. So sorry. I had to point that out as the no, millennial good, here. Good point. Cause yeah, we're, we're not into that. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, that's all the information that I have on Dragon Con. <laughs> Moving right along. Thanks mom. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, So what about you? You got anything else? That's it. That's all I got. All righty. I have an interview question for you. Okay. What was your favorite part of Dragon Con? Oh, gosh. Probably the vendor hall. Y'all, I bought so much stuff. I got um, art prints and a deck of cards from one of my favorite artists. He does this um, art that's, it's subdued. That's not the right word, but they have these splashes of actual gold in them. Oh, nice. And I love him. And last year I got, or the last time it was pre-COVID that I, we went, we got some art pieces for him, from him. He had decks of cards this time. Nice. So I bought okay. two, two decks of cards from him this time, but so yeah. much fun. I loved seeing what all the other creatives out there are doing and buying lots of stuff, which your father yeah. is not too thrilled with, but I did. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you? What was your favorite part? The vendor hall was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I also spent way too much money. Um, mm-hmm. I got new D and D dice and all that kind of stuff. So oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Had some of that. Um, but I really enjoyed going to see the Georgia Philharmonic Orchestra. They played all kinds of music from movies and, you know, they played Jurassic Games. Park and mm-hmm. they played, um, you know, the Star Wars stuff, they played uh, the Muppets, you know, they had like a such a broad range of music that they played and it was all gorgeous and beautiful. 
Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then also, uh, there was one other thing and I can't, Oh, meeting Patricia Briggs again, you know, of course, of getting to talk to her. Yeah. So we took Sid with us for the first time and she had never been to dragon con before. So what was her favorite thing? Do you know? Oh gosh, I froze. Favorite part. You froze. You did. You froze. I'm back. Okay. You're back. All right. Uh, her favorite part was probably, um, either the concert or the vendor hall or, you know, all the same stuff. The cosplay um, stuff is what good. I would thought. Cause she was, oh, just she did really enjoy looking so at all that. Into, yeah. she watched, we watched the parade and she was very into all of that. It was so exciting to take her for her yes. first time ever. I was so proud to be able to introduce her to that. Well, she adored it. So <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. So that's all I've got on that topic. Okay. I've got a sentence challenge for those of you who are interested in doing those. Um, and this week's is, I'm pretty sure that guy was dressed like Scooby-Doo. And what you do is you take that sentence and you do it, write a page or a scene or whatever with it. Email it to us if you're happy with it. And we do have a compilation going that we are going to read for one of our episodes at some point. Yep. Absolutely. All righty. Do our outro because oh, I get to do it. You, you get you've to made do me it. do it now. Okay, all right. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate. Uh, no, but really, we do. We appreciate um, having you guys listen to us. We su- like super enjoy getting to talk about writing just for fun, and we would love um, to talk about it with you. So I would love yes. to hear from you. Yeah. So uh, you can reach us most easily at our email, eat.drink.write.podcast at gmail.com. We also have a website, eatdrinkwritepodcast.com. Um, at, yes, 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 yes. I, I said that right. Um, you can find all of our, listen, sometimes I'm not good at it. Sometimes, and sometimes we're very tired. <laughs> Uh, you can find all of our social media. So we have a Facebook, we have Instagram, we have uh, Patreon, we have um, all that good stuff. Twitter, we have all of that. Uh, and <clears throat> excuse me, I'm dying tonight. Um, you can find all of that on our website. Um, and that's going to be the most easy, uh, the easiest. The most oh, easiest. Yes. Yeah, we can write. This is, this is horrible. You're, grammar. you're doing this next week. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but anyway, uh, you can find all of our social media on our website. That's the easiest way to get in touch with us and to go and find all of our information. Yeah. Um, and again, thank you guys so much for listening to us, especially when I blunder through my words, like I just did. So, <laughs> uh, please come support us. The, the Patreon she was talking about, that is how we can bring you this content. That is how we're able to, uh, do this on a consistent basis, even if we're a little late today, but, um, please, please, please come support us. It, it is really needed and we love to do this and we want to keep on doing this. So please go to our Patreon. (laughs) Thanks for listening, (laughs) y'all. Thank you. See you next week.